0: Welcome to the Dow of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss mystical works of literature and how they relate to recovery. We hope you enjoy today's podcast episode. Welcome to the Dow of Understanding Recovery Podcast. Today we have Amy and Marla and Bish and Craig and Chris and Lou Good to have everyone today. Any announcements? No, we got our 9 p.m. meeting, Amy. We've got that 9 p.m. Eastern every night. You can go to zoomaameetings.com to get there. We've got several people in this meeting that come on a fairly regular basis, actually. I chair Friday nights. Amy chairs on Sunday nights. you will see each of us around on different nights, too. Make sure and let us know you there if you come into the meeting. We get several people that come that have come to the meeting from the podcast. Uh, I guess I'll announce the
1: book.
2: I, I will. I, okay. I'll be happy to because I just found this really cool book on Amazon. It's called Powerless but not helpless a meditation book of 81 verses from a dow and it's written by buddy c i can't wait to get my copy that's going to be delivered tomorrow
0: oh buddy c did that i'm buddy
2: that. c did that i can't oh, wait very
0: well <laughs> <laughs> so amazon you know, yeah, amazon aside you can go to buddy if you want to see they uh, we just i just got that the uh paperback up this week and I'm getting the digitals out hopefully over the weekend at the latest and the audible too. But buddyc.org is a site that I set up to, to give some examples of the book and uh, a lot of other resources. Uh, and also on the home page, the different books that we reference here, I've got links there to buy. So if you ever need some of the books that we talk about, you can go to buddyc.org, look at the bottom of the page, and we have direct links to Amazon for those books. A number of books there for you, make it easier to pick up some of the some of the uh, literature that we reference. And lots of uh, recovery resources there, too. It's just buddyc.org. I can have feedback. If anybody buys the book, please leave a um, a five-star rating if possible review. Uh, Those reviews help with all of the, uh, the way that Amazon will promote your book for you. If you get so many high reviews, they'll start promoting the book themselves. So I need some reviews. So anyone that can, please leave me a review if you do purchase and let us know what you think. All right, today we're talking about Starlight and Non Being. Amy, would you like to read for us today?
2: Sure, I'd be happy to. Thank you. Starlight and Non Being. Starlight asked Non Being, Master, are you or are you not? Since he received no answer whatever, Starlight set himself to watch for Non Being. He waited to see if Non Being would put in an appearance. He kept his gaze fixed on the deep void, hoping to catch a glimpse of non-being. All day long, he looked and he saw nothing. He listened, but heard nothing. He reached out to grasp and grasped nothing. Then Starlight exclaimed, exclaimed at last, this is it. This is the furthest yet. Who can reach it? I can comprehend the absence of being. But who can comprehend the absence of nothing? If now, on top of all this, non being is, who can comprehend it?
3: Thank you, Amy. Not, me. This- <laughs> Not me. Not me. I can't <laughs> comprehend. Oh, no, I can't comprehend
4: it. I'm out. <laughs> did, I, did I miss something? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else?
5: There's plenty to be said about it. It's not to be understood, but it's talking about if you're if you're non-being, you're you're not conscious, you're not there. There's nothing there. So you can't think be thinking.
0: Anyone else? Okay, Starlight. This is another one of those. Chances has got a lot of these that it's looking at this idea. I think of nothingness from a different view. It's like, we're looking at a statue and if five of us are around the statue from different sides, you know, we're going to describe it in a different way. Just like the bond men with the elephant, you know, we all heard that story. You know, you've got, what, what was it? One thought it was one thing. One thought it was another because the part that they were where they were was different. So. Same, I think the same with this. This is another story showing us a different angle. So you've got Starlight, who is the student of non-being. So this is actual, I I think the reason it's named Starlight is because it's a star. It's the light of a star. Thinking of something that's, it's not just a name. And it's looking for non-being. It's interesting where it looks. It looks in the deep void, looks all day long, sees nothing, listens and hears nothing, reached out to grasp and grasped nothing. Nothing. Oh, before that, look at how Starlight asked the question: Are you or are you not? Immediately that looking for differences, looking for
5: is he asking another human or is he asking another God? Because if he is asking another God, if he is asking God, are you, or are you not? But there, there can, it's, I'm not sure there it's un- incomprehensible. It's the mm-hmm. 10,000 things. It's un. you There's nothing there.
0: I'm going to pull Amy. I'm going to bring this back to recovery, okay?
5: You can't, but I just want to like to respond to to when you you wrote, like you see this as being acceptance and yes it is, but it's also the non-being this is is what I get from it. The non-being is that there's nothing there. You're not there. There's no consciousness. So you're not there's nothing to accept or not accept.
0: There's only the moment, Marla. There's only the moment. So at the end, when he said, if now on top of all this non-being is, it's it's not about whether, I think, not about whether non-being is something or not or what. It's that we learn to accept the moment. Um, ultimately. Um, It's interesting that I had to seek for recovery where I saw nothing. Like we see all the paradoxes that we surrender to win. We give it away to keep it all those things. For me, that would be staring into the void, not into my abilities, but in the opposite of my abilities, As in, you know, our value is in our emptiness, not in what we possess. It's in what we don't possess. So the way I did that, at first I thought of meditation, gazing into the void, those things, which is what, actually that's a description of my meditation. That's exactly what I do. I just sit. I don't look for nothing. I don't to find anything. I'm just there. So I said, oh, okay, I understand that, but then, the more I thought about it, when I worked, when I, my surrender moment for recovery was a point where I said, okay, I'm going to quit trying. I can't do this in my own power. Either you are, or you're not. I'm done. That, that would be surrendering to the void. I mean, really, I think. And then I started seeing, then I, then the, uh, that craving lifted and I didn't drink again. So the ways we stare into the void would be open-mindedness would be, uh, for me, it'd be working the steps on a particular problem. Y'all do that. Like if you have a issue that you, um, that's something I learned after a few years was how to, how to work the steps on a particular theme. Uh, let's say I had a, uh, I call my business was the first thing that I did that with. I went through and I said, okay, I'm powerless over my business. It's unmanageable by me. I have insanity in my business that I believe can be resolved, that, that there's a power greater than me that can help in my business, that can handle this. I turn my will and my care of my business over. I did, I let it go. Then I look for ways that I've harmed in my business, fear that I had in my, you know, all those things go through the whole steps with the business. If I've got any uh, anyone I've harmed, I have to make those, those amends. If I hadn't already, I look at it very closely. And then I look for a way I can give in my business. So that's how I work the steps through. And for me, that would be looking into the void. That would be looking toward powerlessness rather than toward my, my abilities in this. Um, comments, guys?
5: I made my no comments.
3: I think it is interesting that it was after Starlight spent time in the void that um, some kind of comprehension came or some kind of acknowledgement, some kind of understanding came. Uh, and it sounds like it was quite a significant amount of time in the I void as well.
0: Exactly, Lou. Yeah. He he definitely did not think he had the knowledge or had what he was looking for. I was reminded of a couple of ways that it, the Zen teachers that I listened to, how they describe this whole idea of being and non-being, because I think that it trips us up when we see the word non-being, because we automatically put this idea on it that it's, Talking about something that we can't understand, you know, or, you know, something mystical that's out of, you know, out of perception. Um, The way he, the way they explained it was, let's say you have a cookie factory. And you make all kinds of different cookies. You make cookies that look like different things. You make cookies that look like trees, like dogs like people, but they're all made from the same things. So basically they're the same. Mm-hmm. they all have to be chocolate chips, Craig, not just a few. So it's the same idea that, you know, Master, are you or are you not? The answer's yes.
6: <laughs>
0: the answer's yes. Because, you know, non-being is, you know, that's everything. To everything yes ma'am
3: <laughs> so, the, okay. only,
2: the only thing that i could really think of after reading this was just the concept of faith and i don't want to make it jesus bible but well you can faith, do that it's okay yeah but i need to because hebrews 11 1 faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen And I didn't understand that really until I got sober and started working some steps. And it was just like looking back over my life and seeing the mess I had made and the predicaments that I had gotten myself into, whether it had been jails, institutions or death, um, something saved my ass, right? Certainly was not something tangible that I could see, touch, feel. Certainly was not something that I orchestrated on my own. After trying to analyze and trying to figure it out, you know, for it to be something tangible, I just got to a place where I accepted that it was faith and grace that kept, you know, again, the substance of things hoped for. I hoped that the crazy shit would stop happening. The evidence of things not seen. I didn't see any evidence of anything tangible. And now I'm at that place where non-being is but i don't have to comprehend it
5: i don't know
6: if that makes any sense
0: goes back for me to the idea hey dennis we're at uh we've read this you have a copy sir okay all right um really reminds me the second step now that we're into the conversation i had not put that on it before somebody read the second step for me i'm I'm lacking. How does it came
2: hard. to came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity?
0: Now, I automatically think at first until lately, I've automatically thought that that was talking about a god belief, right? That's usually what we equate it to. If you read the AA literature, that's exactly what it talks about. That a power greater, than, you know, that would be a, a belief in a god of some type. A power greater than yourself is automatically you think of God, right? That or I do. Did y'all too? Y'all did too, right? I'm just, I'm just curious. Okay. What if, what if now I don't, y'all can't get to me before I say this. What if the power greater than myself is whatever power I can't control? Okay. In this situation, what if it's alcohol is the power greater than myself? Mm -hmm. And The strength or faith, Amy, could be in the surrender, not in what we believe is doing it. Okay, it's in the the fact that we let go, not in what we're believing to help us with.
4: Craig? So it's kind of like a reverse psychology on it.
6: Well, it's...
4: This this thing that's brought me to my knees is actually a power grade in myself that's actually going to help me.
0: Well, it's not helping you, but your strength is in your weakness,
4: okay? Yeah, well, well, yeah, if, if you look at this step, it could restore me to sanity.
0: Yeah. Because but it's I'm not alcohol. Yeah. 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 Your lack yeah. of control is what's restoring you. Yeah. And where I started yeah. thinking about this was, really, yeah, it's paradoxical. You're exactly right. Um, when, when my son died or was sick, I came home. He was in intensive care, could die any moment. Uh, 25 with a nine month old child, you know, just not this horrible situation. I came home and I sat and meditated for a couple hours and just sat with it until I could come to a place of, uh, acceptance, uh, of, of it being as it is. Um, I used two things for that. Thank you for everything. I have no complaint whatsoever. I did that for two hours. And I would not change his uh, medical condition, even if I could. I started getting that within the last hour. And at first, I believed none of it, right? But it took for two hours of sitting with that. And I just came out of a alone with Bish, actually we we just done a meditation retreat three days before. Uh fantastic retreat. And so several days I'd been just meditating, uh, what, eight, nine hours a day, whatever it was. Uh, so I was in the best place spiritually I could be for this to happen. Um, but my peace came from acceptance of what is, not from, faith that someone, that, that, that God was going to change it in some way or was going to fix it. It came from accepting. So that's been my experience. And once that happened, I'd been kicking this around before that maybe it, when we're in the middle of that, I don't understand how it works. I don't understand how my alcohol, it took me six years to surrender that, how that worked. But it's interesting, I started looking at AA and what, how we approach this idea of nothingness, God, whatever name we put on this. I said, it's interesting how you can believe anything you want to believe, but you must surrender. (laughs) You must let go. Okay. Um, That's the one thing you've got to do. You've got to let go of this. You've got to quit the striving, quit the fighting. Because if you don't stop that, no matter what you believe it, we it doesn't seem to work. So for me, uh, that's where I got acceptance out of that. Marla was, and basically starlight.
5: Just isn't. I was thinking like nothingness is a more of a philosophical discussion, oh. and which is a real also another interesting discussion, but not yeah. as it related to recovery. So onwards, go on, onwards.
0: Um, starlight is constantly moving. Light's constantly going. Think about the qualities of light. We see light in the sky that may be a couple million years old when it left. You know? <laughs> light is constantly on the move. And for it to look into nothingness, that that's the opposite approach for starlight, because light would seek it out. And here, this is what I'm thinking on this. It's counterintuitive for light to say, hmm, I'm going to sit all day long and look into nothing. <laughs> but that's the way I was thinking about it. Uh, hmm. any, any comments, guys?
4: So is this version of Starlight trying to understand everything rather than just accepting things for what they are? Could be. Is it, is it trying to put a label on things? I think so. You shine light on something, you want
0: to figure out what, what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what that is. I know what that is.
2: Or yeah. could, it, could it also be trying to be something that you're not?
0: Mm-hmm. Sure.
3: Yeah. It's, okay. it's maybe looking... Look. Sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead, Luke. Say it's... Look, um, it's looking in all the wrong places. Starlight is shining on things, and it's looking in all the wrong places where the void is the place, perhaps. Yeah.
4: Greg? Greg, you have something? No, it's gone. Okay. It was it was, to, it was. to do with labeling things. and It was to do with a conversation that we've had, and it was me trying to understand something. And the conversation always comes back. It's not my place to understand things. It's my place just to accept things for how they are, not for how I want them to be, because that's where a lot of my difficulties come in, because I cannot accept things for how they are, because I'm always trying to meddle and interfere a of things.
0: And if we don't watch it, we can approach prayer, if we have a God belief the same way, that sometimes it can keep us from accepting what is, if we're all the time praying for things to be different than they are.
4: That's, that's what we were discussing. I think, I, th- I think we were discussing my sixth and seventh steps and I'm, I'm trying to get rid of these defects of characters, but I want to hold on to these ones because I'm not prepared to accept what God's got and it's, it's replacement for me. So if I'm trying to get rid of this resentments and intolerance of people, I'm just expecting them to take it away from me, but I'm not expecting anything in return because I don't want, anything. I don't want to really practice this tolerance and patience that he's going to give me. So it's all about what I want I'm trying to control and not accepting things for how they are and what I'm going to receive in return. Thank you, Craig. Bish? Yep. So um,
1: I think this whole, uh, this whole thing sort of uh, is, is, is how Taoism kind of points at uh, the the inability of language and logic to encompass reality, um, that, that, that trying to put a label on a non-existent thing like falsely turns it into a thing, right? So uh, calling, personifying non-being like screws the whole deal up like from the get-go and then uh, uh, looking for it, shining a light into darkness, is, is doing basically the same thing and, and grasping nothing, right. Is, is interesting in that it's, it's actually grasping something. Uh, <laughs> and in the end, you come to the realization that, um, that, that the absence of nothing is kind of like dividing by zero, right? It just, it breaks your, it breaks your brain. <laughs> so, um, uh, for me, this is sort of how I can dance around my higher power with logic and, and language, but I can't ever look directly at it. In fact, I don't—I don't really want to. But but it, it does break my brain when I when I invariably try and fail. Um, but I can point you in the direction of it. Um, but, but uh, yeah, they, they, I think that's just why uh, Taoism in particular I uh, have such an affinity for it uh, because it lines up so directly with the, the paradoxes in the program and um, the paradoxes in trying to describe and, and, and grasp and fail to grasp uh, my higher power.
4: Thank you, Bish.
6: That was, that was well said. Other comments? Yeah, my my problem with with the higher power, uh thinking of the existence of it, was that you can't con- conceive of the infinity of it. What what Bish was saying, like dividing by zero, is really infinity, and it's just not something that I was able to conceive at all. And you get into the trap of trying to conceive of it when you think about the higher power. Chris, getting
0: that. Hey, it isn't that asking the same question that Starlight asked. Which are you? Okay, I got to figure you out. What? What is? Yeah. It? What are yeah. you? It's the same thing. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. Yeah, that's real good.
6: Something else popped up into. Um, do, do do we know? Um, we know we feel love, but do we know what love is? You know, we feel it, uh, express it. But do we um, actually know what it is? Uh, it just popped into my head here um, a few minutes we ago. We don't, because, Chris. I don't think because it's just like you know the the higher power is love. I've heard that many times in these in these rooms, and and so then we, does that mean we can equate our higher power with love? And then what happens if we substitute love in here for non-being? Oh wow! Thanks. Thanks Chris. I'd never,
0: man, that's great. I'm surprised. Craig, why didn't you think of that? I'm <laughs> with
3: you,
4: Craig. Because we had a discussion before the meeting that it's not all about me and I had to let other people do things okay, for themselves. You, so yeah, that's, a good
3: that's, reason.
4: that's why I did, I did have it written down.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Chris, you're saying starlight and love, love, are you, or are you not? Since he received no answer, Starlight set himself to watch for love.
6: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: He waited to see if love would put in an appearance.
7: It's the same thing we talk about when, when you substitute love, uh, God, with the word love, right? Yeah. Right. What, I got, wow. what I got out of this is, is that it is, it's actually an option or uh, a, a paradox itself that we're trying to to intellect it in a discussion for something that isn't there. Right. It is beyond our intellect capacity to, 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 to get, to get that non-being. And, and even if you call the master love or God or whatever you, you choose to call it, right? It's, it's, it's on that stage that you don't get it. So I've, I've come to, to the, to the belief that I will always be an agnostic without knowledge, because if I put in knowledge to it, I'm lost. There's, there's my ego is in there. And, uh, and 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 in the end, it's just a rabbit hole because I'm I'm grasping to understand, and and that's exactly what it is not. But mm-hmm. but, but sitting and grasping for nothing is 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 exactly it, right? And that yeah. means in, nice. it's in between thoughts. It's 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 the gaps between thoughts. Well, we can see the fruit of love, but we can't. Yeah. You know, that, that's,
0: I think that's what we see, Chris. We see the evidence. Right. Um, but we don't see, no, I don't understand. I don't understand why my life is better the more I help other people. That does not make sense to me. That's what you're talking about. For me, that's right. what Correct. you're talking about. Right. Yeah. I just don't understand it, but it works. Mm-hmm. If I'm kind, mm-hmm. my life is better. Sounds like the wind. Thank you, bitch. Yeah.
2: What's kind of cool for me, too, is the, the less that I try to fix and control and manipulate. It's so backwards than absolutely every single thing that I've ever learned and been taught in my entire life, right? The less I try to do or understand, the more I understand. I mean, I guess this is the whole concept of the doubt. For me today, love is joy. It's absolutely in the moment. If I can stay in the moment, I have a sh- I have a chance to experience some joy, and love, and whatever else goodness is in this moment. When I start future tripping or or tripping on the past, that's when I lose that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And how important mm-hmm. is it really? <laughs> How important is any of it really, right? I got sober to be happy, joyous, and free. Didn't know that at the time. I just thought I wanted the consequences to stop, right? But I stay here right now because of the feelings that I get to experience, the good ones, the joy, the love, the peace, the serenity, all of those things that actually come from me not trying so damn
0: hard. Hmm.
7: Yeah.
0: That, that's why alcohol
7: was a symptom. It wasn't the problem. That's so funny, but you can also say what, what uh what Amy just describes is the symptoms of love.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. what we're getting yeah. Yeah, the exactly. joy and all
7: that, that's the symptoms of, of the outpouring love. And and the that's, peace that's
0: is part of that too, Dennis. The mm-hmm. peace
7: is the other part.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And those are, some, fri- oh. those are the fruit
2: right. oh those are the fruits of the spirit. But the spirit today is not the spirit of alcohol; mm-hmm. it's the substitute. Take alcohol out of the equation. I gotta have a substitute. It's still some kind of spirit. It's just not the spirit of alcohol.
0: There's a related, uh, if you want to relate Bible to it, Romans 14 says the kingdom of God, which is the will of God, the, the reign of God, is not meat and drink. It's not the things we see and touch and taste but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So joy would equate to the first step, the unmanageability, the, the things we see outward. And then the second step, we normally talk about sanity, which would be inward, which would be the peace. And then um, the will of God or the, you know, us turning our will in our life over to the care of a uh, higher power would be three or If we didn't want to put a higher power in there, if we did not want to think of it as God, we could think of that we just surrender our entire life to whatever is, (laughs) and get the same results, really. So I'm firmly convinced now that you could work this program and have no God belief whatsoever. I really am firmly convinced of that because I just don't think for working the program, it's that important now. What's important is that I quit trying to work it myself. If I can learn to surrender, uh, that's the whole point. So, well, what a great Absolutely. conversation!
6: What 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 does surrender mean? Um, it, it means accepting. The, it, it's it's just right straight out of the uh, Serenity Prayer, really. To me, is is um, uh, accepting the things you cannot change or whatever you know. I can never remember the damn thing <laughs> you know, when I need to. Um, but uh, because I apply it so many different ways, uh, anyway. So,
2: God grant me the serenity to accept yeah. the things I cannot change, courage yeah. to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Yeah. Do you want the long I,
0: version? I know that one too. No, it's okay. Hey, um, Chris. The thing for me about that is I have to accept what is before I can before I know what to what I what I can change and what I can't.
6: Right. Right. Yeah.
0: And I I used to try to accept things that I never thought were, you know, it's not really this way or why is, I I want to know why it is a particular way without really even coming to the realization it was that way.
7: Yeah. It's it's actually funny. I can still argue with the beginning of the Serenity Prayer, but I cannot argue when, in the long form, it says, "Take the sinful world as it is." Or I I like to say, "Just take the world as it is, not not as I want it." But when it comes to changing places, in my mind, if I build a house in some place, it's changed visibly. There was not a house before. Now there's a house, so that change, just that place. So I begin arguing those things. But if I can just accept the world as it is, not how I want it to be, then uh, that that I can buy into. That's more of an In this moment, Dennis. Yeah, in this moment. If
2: I surrender. Don't forget the rest of that, Dennis. If Mm -hmm. I surrender.
7: If I surrender. But that is uh, the acceptance part. Me accepting, the acceptance part is a part of me surrendering, isn't it? That's a part of me going, in. oh, I accept this as it is not. Mm -hmm. I, I don't agree with it. And that's kind of me going into that surrender phase. Read it just... for Amy. Yeah. No, I just know.
2: It. Okay. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, taking as Jesus did this sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, Mm. trusting you will make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever in the next. Amen.
0: Man, that's
7: Christian sounding. <laughs> we,
0: <laughs> we can take that, but this is a good example too, of how yeah. we can take what is a Christian reading mm-hmm. and not let it offend us if we're yeah. not, You know, if that doesn't apply to us and take the parts of it that do work in our life, which Mm -hmm. is the surrender portion of that, which is surrendering to what is. If you don't want to use the will of God in that,
7: then just surrendering to what is. Stopping fighting what is. But even if Amy used Jesus, even if you say he, I think the one after you just say he instead... But it doesn't matter to me. It's such a beautiful reading. And it, um, there's something in me that I can't describe that just says, this is true when you hear this. This is the, There's some truth about it. Then yes. it's very easy to. Then it doesn't matter what religion it comes from. But, but you know, a lot of times people who are anti-Christian would would hear
0: that and just automatically shut down and not see the value there. Yes. Just yes. like... Christian folks, if you pull something from, I don't know, some non-Christian literature, Mm -hmm. or when I would say that the, you know, what if the second step is not talking about God at all? They, uh, you know, they would have, you know, they shut, they'd shut that off immediately, you know? So I think it's important that this is part of staring into the void. We're able to take things for what they are rather than adding all of our religious beliefs and, concepts on top of it and looking through those lenses keep us from seeing what's there what gifts are there that we're just
4: overlooking
3: luke nobody i was thinking the same thing you know imagine starlight saying void grant me the serenity accept things Accept th- the things i cannot change mm-hmm. courage mm-hmm. no, no, no change, change things i can was no the difference. difference so um part of that is that starlight or whomever is asking the void or the higher power, or whatever. It's not doing it on their, not doing it on your own. <laughs> you can't do it. So, uh, you know, it, it starts with with that um, that look for grace, right? Um, and and that's the starting point from it. And that's what it seems like. You know, in this story, Starlight was kind of looking looking into the void, looking in the right place, um, and and asking, seeking, asking for an answer. And the wisdom that really isn't an answer or the wisdom that this isn't something I can change or I can fix, or maybe even something I can com- comprehend and having the serenity with that. From my point of view.
0: God, anyway. yeah. God grant me the love to accept the things I cannot change the love to change the things I can and the love to know the difference. God, grant me the emptiness to accept the things I cannot change, the emptiness to change the things I can, and the emptiness to know the difference. God, grant me the surrender to accept the things I cannot change, the surrender to change the things I can, and the
7: surrender to know the difference. It all works. I love that word, buddy. Where have I just read that? Yes that's right in that book
3: <laughs> yeah. just keep up with that's it's very good, Yeah, somebody should put that in a the book
0: they should shouldn't
3: they
0: put <laughs> appendix I on page ninety two right <laughs> 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 but it's true, and Chris, thank you so much for for that. I never would have thought of the uh the sub- the word substitution
7: there in this in this story, but you're exactly on point. We are you talking about for the understanding love part. Yes, yes. I actually saw this and it is, I don't know her name. She is a comedian and and she did it in kind of a fun thing. She went out to preachers and all that and said, what is love? And no matter what they answered, she just kept asking that question because it was never really answered in a specific way. And it didn't matter. Uh, there was a lot of spiritual people, uh, teachers and, and preachers and, and, and whatnot. Too, that and it was kind of fun to see, but, but there was some, we don't really understand that. It's, it's the same as understanding God, right? Yeah.
5: We just know it feels really good.
7: Yes. And, and it brings the serenity and, and peace and joy.
5: Anything. We don't know where our breath came from, how it started, but it sure feels good to be able to breathe. Love feels good. It like raises your dopamine level or whatever. I don't know. Serotonin or dopamine. I can
0: comprehend the absence of being, but who can comprehend the absence of love? If now on top of all this love is, who can comprehend it?
7: But even in the absence of being, I can't comprehend that somehow. Well, I can in, in some kind of philosophical way, but I can never remember. My wife once asked me, can you remember not being here? You <laughs> know, that's it. I don't have that in any memory at all. So, yeah, so there must be some kind of eternal life, right? <laughs> that was her way of putting it. That's good. Thank you, guys.
6: Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: Well, so now I'm on a little tangent here. So how about the concept of anonymity?
6: <laughs> okay.
2: And how yeah. being anonymous or just an Anonymity is not known,
6: mm-hmm.
2: nameless. Okay, so the long version of the twelfth tradition says that the principle of anonymity has an immense spiritual significance. If anonymity is not being known, and and God is really not known, because asking people what love is would probably be the same thing as asking people what God is. So it just says it reminds us that we're to pla- place principles before personalities. That we are actually to practice the genuine humility.
0: That's practicing non-being, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's why I uh, published this book is Buddy C instead of my name. Oh. And, I, and I wrestled with all those things. And how to do that? Because it's, it's nothing's about us. We're not the gift. <laughs> you know, we might think it's us. We're the gift. No, we're not the gift. You know,
7: I I actually saw it, but more when you um you you came home with the with the copy right before you you published it. Then I asked you to sign this. and then you said, "I don't know what I'm going to sign in there." And and just to put it out there, you, and, and I'm probably going to butcher it now. But you said, thank you for helping me surrender, Dennis. That was how I could, as good as I can read your handwriting. That's like 20 years older than my cursive writing. But, and that's kind of the, the anonymity that comes in there. Because if I came up and I picked up that book and I saw that, it would look like, oh, so your sponsee has been writing a book. And that's kind of the anonymity that you took yourself out there. I think it's that that everybody that knows you and recall oh, that Buddy there, there, there will know who Buddy C is, right? So I think in, in that part, that was so big for me. I could see the anonymity and that the spiritual find, that is the spiritual foundation that we don't take credit for helping others because exactly it's exactly the opposite way around, right? Uh, where you're the one that's sponsoring me through the steps, not the other way around. And, and that's so beautiful that you don't, you, it would be funny if, if we all got a feather in the hat every time you had a sponge C, right? Then we would walk around and comparing that hat that looks so beautiful. Then we'd have to take the
0: blame when they went out and got drunk. You know yeah, you'd have to take out, to take out, out feathers, feathers, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I have no feathers, even no hair, so you see where <laughs> I'm at. <laughs> they even pulled my hair. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> That's good. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about, as a final thought before we get out of here, Being and non being as it relates to fear.
6: Mm.
0: We know, I know for me, all of my character defects start with fear. You know, think I'm going to lose something that I have or not get something I want. And how much of that is just made up in my head that has no being to it whatsoever?
7: That. That is so true. But I'm so grateful for it, though, because without fear, fear has totally guided me in the direction of God, right? And, and and that power, I don't understand. The program, first of all, before I could even admit it because it was just anger by then. I didn't want to see that deeper level of it. But fear has definitely driven me to, to that part. Exactly.
5: I'm so convinced that we can control our lives. Maybe not what's outside of it, but we can definitely control our lives. And I'm—I am—that I think is the goal I've been trying to reach since I was conscious and realized that the world was kind of fucked up. I've been looking for that.
0: Let go, Marla.
5: I—I I am empty-headed at the moment. I am mindless at the moment.
7: Excessively. <laughs> Jonah tells me that it's not a problem for me to be mindless. I don't know if that's a compliment or not. I don't think it is. But you're still full of fear, though, Dennis. So what's the problem? Well, I just said that fear got me there. And and yeah, there's still fear. And and we'll get to that very soon. Yes. (laughs) One of my
5: teachers, he says this. He's like, we shouldn't be more mindful. We just have too much stuff in our minds as it is. We need to be mindless. Yeah. Yeah. That way we can stay in the moment. That's what I'm going for. To be mindless
0: i think the difference between us and the animals and the reason we're not in the moment is because we're we're able to be afraid of things they're not able to be afraid of we're conscious we, we talk we're conscious we're more conscious so what do we do we start being afraid of things
5: the animals can't think
0: so it takes us out of the moment so the whole point of this is to get us back there like your love substitution chris love gets us back to the moment. Mm-hmm. Back Leave to our down. natural state of being in the
5: moment. And that, should, that is our natural state. Love, goodness, innocence.
7: It's so easier to see when I fall out of it, though. And that's good now that I can see whenever I get frustrated or something, or I want to complain about something, I'm losing my consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 just... It you does, start fighting. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And it's there's fear behind it. There's something that I'm not good enough or... Whatever it is.
5: Awareness Whatever. is so important, though. You've got awareness.
0: Lou, what do you, uh, you put something in the chat there?
3: Well, I think my spelling has a mind of its own, too. But the um, in philosophy, the existentialists say that we um, are alienated from nature. We're alienated from other people. We're alienated from our authentic self, self who we really are. And that alienation creates this fear of, Of nothingness. It's like if we're not, if we don't have that, then we are, what are are we? We're nothing. We're we're, a non being. That's the existentialist angst is that concern about that. You know, they maybe go off in the wrong direction and thinking you can fix that by having closer relationships with other people or by being more authentic yourself. Um, And they're kind of in that fix it mode rather than the, the acceptance mode. Yeah, but yeah, they're if introducing you're, love
0: to it. They're introducing love, so they're getting some relief.
3: Yeah, I think that's it, buddy. If they, if um, the answer is be not afraid of the nothingness, except the except the non-being, then then you're much. It's much better to get to the authentic self and um, being more in touch with nature be more aligned with nature unalienated from nature if you start with the acceptance of the void instead of the the striving to become authentic or the striving to become better connected that's that's my perspective on it this
6: is
0: this is verse 81 learning to love loving words are not always beautiful beautiful words are not always loving Those who love do not need to debate. Those who need to debate have not yet learned how to love. You do not learn to love from a book. You learn to love by loving. The more you love, the more love manifests in your life. You start to experience all the things you only dreamed were possible. So, yeah, it's that idea that I don't focus on the fear. I focus on loving people and the fear takes care of itself. Yeah. Yes. Self-knowledge avails us nothing. Exactly, Bish. Yeah. We we focus on the right things to do and the and the wrong things we're doing, take care of themselves. We realize we've changed after the fact, right? Yes. It's mm-hmm. good. Thank you, guys. Anything else? That's a great conversation. Much more of a conversation than I figured we'd have from, from this. I'm telling you.
7: It's really good. I really like what you what you put out there, Lou, uh, from, from the existentialist way. I really like that because uh, it really hits it on the nail. I really think it does. That it, it, it is it is, the fear of non-being, also you can say the fear of death, is is kind of that. That is the major fear we all have. You can kind of see when we kind of look ourselves Mm -hmm. in the mirror, we want to look just like two years younger, I'm losing my hair, whatever it is, all that. And when people are putting Botox in their eyebrows or whatever we're doing, Mm -hmm. it just (laughs) comes from that form of fear that we don't want to admit. Right. Right? So it's, uh, that's.
3: And and I think there's certainly good things about being closer to nature and having better relationships with people and kind of understanding who you really are and your authentic self and all those kinds of things. But it comes back, I think, to that, you know, that very thing of some some kind of acceptance of there is this void out there and there it is. Don't hide from it. Don't run away from it. Acknowledge it. Love it.
0: Good, thank you. Anything else, guys? Man, good conversation today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, if that's all we have, I will see you guys next week.
5: Thank you. Wait, wait, buddy, will you flag oh. when the uh, digital version is ready? Let me know when the yes. digital version is ready. I'll be. I
0: thankful. will um i hope in the next couple of days marla and then anyone that anyone that sees any edits i need to make let me know they can get me at uh a good email would be help at org would be a good one. just use that one that's the one on my my web helps yeah just that one will get to me and i'll make any edits i've i'm looking for things to fix and i'm sure there will be edits so just let me know of anything that I can clean up on that. But uh I appreciate it. You know, all the things, it's like I feel like I've taken what I've learned from y'all and put it in the book. <laughs> because I get ideas from everyone in these meetings, you know, and then I like, Oh yeah, that came out of this and that. So I'm just so grateful having because what I learn is from y'all. I don't learn it by myself. So we all learn from each other. It's that idea of the the yeah, body, no,
5: you know. Uh, no original thoughts out there. No,
0: no, none, none. And it's the idea of the body taking care of itself. You know, the hand takes food and puts it into the mouth, and then the body digests it for the rest of the body, you know, and everyone is fitting into their place, you know, that kind of a thing. So how can any part take credit for what's going on? They can't. They can't.
7: So mm-hmm.
0: good stuff. Thank you, guys.